This week on Tea with Queen and Jay. Is Saturday Night Live the standard for white mediocrity? Can toxic whiteness and friendship mix? And all of your problematic phase are rapists. Can you handle it or will you become a rape apologist for the culture? It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. One for the money, two for the show. You see how my face light up? <laughs> <Yeah>. Do you <laughs> get yeah. We're going to start with R&B. What, what group was that? I don't know. Oh, I don't know the names of groups and songs. Somebody know. I feel like. Here we go. I feel like, no, I, I guess I'm confused. Donnell Jones and then it was the fat guy. What was his name? Another one from the Donnell Jones era. I don't, I don't recall. All right. He was a singer. I trusted him. He I was about like to. like he really believed what he was saying. For some reason, the next line of that song was going to be in a Dina Howard, a Dina Howard line. And I'm All like, right. Let's nope. do that. We can flip it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I was like, I got a little freakiness hey. inside. I'm like, How wait, does that? That's a different yeah, song. Totally different. Didn't even come. Yeah. Um, totally different. Just wanted to sing. All right. Well, welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay. We, we are two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And, and this, this is, is Tea with Queen, Queen and Jay. Jay. Ew. Oh, I got excited. My man. It's all right. All it's right. okay. Ew. Okay. Ew. I was ready. I was counting. That's not what we do. All right. Let's do it now. Ew. All right, we did it. Yeah, we got our L. Um, if you'd like to follow the conversation of this podcast, you can use the hashtag T with QJ mm-hmm. on all the social medias. We are on Twitter and Instagram. Use it all there. We retweet that shit. We talk back to you. We think about what you said. Sometimes yep. we talk about it here. It's a whole situation we have going yes, on. Yes, it's a conversation. So be we sure keep to the conversation going. going. It's provocative. You gotta get, get the, the people, people going. going. You gotta do that. That's what we do. Definitely do that shit if you know us and you already fucking love us be sure to give us a donation right yes. yeah you yeah. can uh, visit our website teawithqueenandj.com and hit our donate tab and in that tab you can fucking donate money yo you can give us money on paypal any amount that you want to give we will take that shit we appreciate that shit it helps us to keep the show going yeah. and we pay for doing the show with your money and we keeps buy the lights on keeps the lights on so that we can buy weed and weave with our money own money um, eventually we get to a point where this is monetized and that's right the weave and have that money too you're right you're right you're right but in the meantime we love and appreciate your kind donations if you don't want to donate on paypal but you want to subscribe and give us two dollars a month Uh you can hit us on our patreon all that stuff is in the donation tab our paypal and our patreon we're asking all of our listeners to hit us on the patreon with two dollars a month two motherfucking dollars that's 24 dollars a year if every person who listens to this show gives us two dollars a fucking month yep. will like be fucking set it's like a large bodega we'll, coffee it is we'll be able to go to all the fucking conferences Hard. we'll be able to fucking get all the fucking business cards we'll be able to open our fucking merchandise site Hard. that's sitting there waiting all you know of, all of the things you know yeah all yeah. the stuff um so yes thank everyone who has given us money thus far yes and those who will give us money in the future in the future we thank you too we do what are your pronouns oh i asked it this time oh you hey, did i, I get did. you I remember what it. are my remember. pronouns i'm saying it first this is weird this Uh-oh. is weird Uh-oh. Uh, my pronouns are she her and tiffany haddish's nene 
Okay. Those are mine. She um, ready. She ready. She's a lot. Like she cool. makes sure that that dance lives on, even though it's like three years old. Somebody's got to carry the torch. Yeah, and it literally looks like she's carrying yeah. the torch. That's what's up. That's she what's up. It. So I am Tiffany Haddish's Nene. She ready? That's good. That's good. <laughs> um, my pronouns are she, her, and not a lady. I'm never a lady. Thank you so much. Please don't call me that. I don't like it. Uh, well, don't really don't. I seen a shank someone once. Not joking. Yeah, it was a close call. It was, you know, it was a close Yeah. Call. Don't do it. Don't do it. Do you have any libations this week? And what are libations? So, libations are where we pour ones for the homies that are here, all the ones that couldn't I be here. My 40 to your memory. Take, Take a, a sip, sip and I start to trip and I start to think. I start to trip. <laughs> I just be tripping. I take a sip and I start tripping. Oh, you just made me think of about the time I was with a partner of mine, and we went to this YouTube wormhole, and um, just played mad old shit, and that was Aww. one of the songs. He was like, "You know this song? I'm like the fuck? Why would you know that song? Because I know that song. What the fuck? Anyway, he was All stupid. Right. He was stupid. That's why he's not here anymore. Okay, what are libations? Um, what are yes. libations? Sorry, <laughs> my bad. Um, libations is what be poor ones for the homies. Don't jump into the song. Um, show love to our ancestors, to the people, places, and things that give us black joys. Yep. For all of those things, we yep. pour libations. Yep. So, today's libation. Mm-hmm. Jay and I. You and I. Yeah, you're R&B today. bits today, but you're the R&B bits today. Uh, maybe that's what it is. Yeah, I'm actually a little dehydrated because oh, I should have drank so some So when you're dry, you choose. So I'm just bugging. <laughs> I'm dry, so that's I got to say some R's and B's. Mm-hmm. So Jay and I were able to attend the screening of She's Gotta Have It. Yep. Um, yeah, the, yeah, the screening of it for the next Netflix series that is being released on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. Um, which is pretty cool. Um, so we wanted to pull libations to all of the black women joy that was in the space. The energy was very like sister girl, yeah. um, sister circle. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, uh, there were women in the audience or women in the crowd that we knew, but then there was women who were strangers. But it was right. still like a very familiar sister girl. Place. Yeah, it was dope. Yeah, the it, energy was really nice. Mm-hmm. It was a um a screening of the first episode of the She's Got to Have a Series, and, and then there was a panel, right? Yep. Um, with all... and guess who moderated it? Uh, my favorite, Michaela Angela Davis was a moderator. Wait, 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 wait. Yes. And Michaela called out Jay because she saw her hair and she loved her hair, and she's oh like, "Look God. at you and your hair!" And Jay froze. She's like, "I'm talking to you." <laughs> And she was like, like hi, hi hair. And I turned around and looked behind me. I was like, I oh, know she's not talking to me. <laughs> she's like, yeah, you. I love the hair. I was like, oh, thank you. I had to, I'm like, are you okay? He was, was like, not okay. I'm, I'm I, it was so I cute. I started crying in my seat. <laughs> Quietly to myself. Of course, I didn't want anyone to think I was crazy. It was especially so not cute. Michaela. It but was yes, so cute. I, I may have She was wearing the Tracy hair. Ellis Ross dress yes, from her from JC Penny. Yes, the one that's on my list that yeah. i would like to have sold in my closet yeah it was super cute it sold out today but yeah but it did it sold out today yeah, but it dropped I, already I, yeah it, it dropped today oh, i'm not one of those bitches that puts that shit on my calendar i don't do I it either i it. follow her on instagram and mm-hmm. then i got an alert that she was live and i like her so i right. actually i usually don't watch people mm-hmm. lives i went to hers and she was ringing people up oh my 
cute. Yes, it was so cute. Yes. She's like, I don't know what I'm doing, but like she was ringing people oh, up. That's so cute. I she's would just, die. She's, she's just that's great. cute. But yeah. yeah, so we went to this panel um, moderated by Michaela Angela Davis. It was all women on the panel. Um, Tanya Lee, Tanya Lewis Lee, who is Spike Lee's wife, mm-hmm. is executive producer of She's Gotta Have It, the series. The lead actor, Dewanda Wise, was there. Yeah. Kira, Kierna Mayo, who is SVP Content and Brands at Interactive One. I love her. She she's was a like, panelist. She's like my magazine, like fave like i've been yeah she's your michaela I'm, angela davis yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like i really really mm-hmm, love her mm-hmm. no she was dope i enjoyed her everything she had to say yeah. as well mm-hmm. um rada um or blank forgive me if i'm missing mis- it but she is one of the writers on she's gotta have it Alyssa davis another writer um demetria lucas de oily i hope i'm pronouncing that name um correctly as well award-winning author and journalist and once again it was moderated by image activist badass bitch michaela angela davis Um, you have to add that to her title i did i did i did no i said she has to oh she does she does she does say image activist i know that i'm saying yeah i'm saying that she needs to add too yeah it just sounds really good on no she's great but yeah so we were there in a room with uh what looked to be a mostly um black women in the mm-hmm. audience yes uh, and it was amazing and affirming panel and they talked about which i, I was not sure if it was going to come up but we know that um spike lee tends to have a perhaps a challenging relationship with women's politics yes. black women's politics um yeah we sat on the show yeah we talked show about this we don't really trust. right we talked about that when we when we saw the trailer yeah yeah mm-hmm. for the um series yeah. so we talked about that but yes but the women on the panel did discuss that in the original film she's got to have it's how some of that was problematic so yep. they talked about that on the panel so i didn't i didn't feel like they were trying to um sweep that stuff under the rug so yeah. i really appreciated that they also talked about how they pushed for like no that's not what a woman would do right or they pushed back not, on things yeah because it was yeah. a lot of um Although, well, we said this before, but Mm -hmm. he may feel he loves black women. The gaze is usually not for... Mm-hmm. Um, black women, right? So Jay-Z. they, yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, talking about Spike Lee. So they were saying how they were pushing, like, no, that is not what women would do, and you know, like those mm-hmm. types of things. It's just really cool to know that there was a pushback, right. and not just because you know Spike Lee is this iconic person, and you get mm-hmm. to work with this iconic person, you mm-hmm. might not push back. You might just right. be like, okay, mm-hmm. is this what you want her to do? You know, like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. That and some happening. people hire yes men, yeah, you know, yeah. which you know come in all genders, but yeah, mm-hmm. some people. So you never know. So yes, people, good. yes people right <laughs> so it was good to see um women on the panel who were fighting for the voice of black women yes um and redefining what she's got to have it would be now so we just saw the first episode which we'll probably talk about maybe we'll talk about more at a later date yeah but the room the panel itself was incredibly powerful mm-hmm. there were young women in the room asking um the writers there how do i assert my voice in media you know i'm a student yeah. i'm a film student what do mm-hmm. i do that kind of thing and so there was a lot of good energy and good information being shared yeah um and it felt like a safe space so i was definitely happy to be there yeah i was too yeah yo it was good black girl joy yo even in spaces because like we said we talked about concerns that we had with the trailer even in spaces where we don't always agree with one another it it felt safe and it felt like we could do that there together yeah and and it felt even we weren't on the panel but there were people on the panel who disagreed with one another right they felt safe enough to say well you know i think this and Mm -hmm. and and it was taken in jest like no one was like no one took it um as a hurtful disagreeing Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. that's how safe it was that people were openly disagreeing um while on the panel in Mm -hmm. front of an audience of you know people so that's really dope yeah it was fucking lit so Mm -hmm. that comes out thanksgiving 
Yes. And um, watch that shit, yo. Yeah. yeah. Watch it. Watch it. We may talk about it more later. Maybe. You never know. Yeah, never know. Never know. All right. Those are libations. Yes. Are you ready to get in the show? Oh, should we make a, a quick brief announcement just about the schedule of the yes. show? Right. So we are doing this episode and then the next episode as scheduled, right? So you have this episode, which drops on a Tuesday. Next episode drops the following Tuesday. And then we're taking a week break. Yes, I have All to say it out loud. All you have to say is Thanksgiving week, there will not be an There will episode. be a show Thanksgiving week. There will? It's the week after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So Jay is right. <laughs> I'm wrong. <laughs> so, there will yeah. be a week with no show. Right. Right. So the week after Thanksgiving, yes, there will be no show. Yes. No show. But you know what? You will survive. Right. Because as long as you know how to love, you know to stay there. That's right. Hello. And it's about to be a bomb ass indigenous people's week. Okay. And mm-hmm. you're about to spend time with your family, hopefully. And it'll be good. <laughs> so you'll be ready. Cool. And then we'll be back. Are you ready to get into the show? Yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. So, Yo. what kind of tea are you drinking? I'm drinking lemon ginger tea. I'm drinking that and as that's well. That's why I'm so dehydrated. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've been drinking it for over an hour now. Oh, God. I need to drink some I'm water. drinking lim- lemon ginger also. Uh-huh. But light, honey. Okay. Um, yeah, not that y'all cared, but whatever. I mean, I just felt like this is it. what we do. We this talk shit over tea, so like it matters. Mm. It's all them heavy on the honey. Yeah. I'm sweet like that. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, so <laughs> yesterday, well, we're recording on a Sunday, but, um, yesterday SNL happened. Yep. Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live. And Tiffany Haddish was on the show. Tiffany Haddish is a comedian, stand-up yep. comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, she was also in Girls Trip. She was also on the Carmichael show. Um, you know, she be doing her thing. Yeah. She's on the list of like hot new faces. Yes. She's doing in her comedy. Thing. Yeah. Even though she's been bubbling for a while. Didn't she used to be one of the talking heads on, um, like guy code and girl code and stuff like that? I feel like I used Maybe, to see her Maybe, probably. I don't remember her so long right, ago. Right, 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 right. But I could see. But yeah. yeah. But she's been floating yeah. around. But she is like after girls trip and like being on the Carmichael show. She's like hot new. Yeah. Person in yes. Hollywood. Um, yeah, so she's on SNL. She first black woman stand up comedian to host ever, ever in 43 years. And I believe, was it 566 episodes? I don't know how many episodes, but now that yep. you say that, damn, yep. yep, damn, yep, the first one ever. Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched some of it, and then I had some company come over, so I had to stop. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, so I was I watched it on of course I only watched it for her cuz right. the musical guest was Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. which I think was a conspiracy committed by the man to make it be like her show had high, t- high ratings because they know black women are going to show up for another black woman, right. but you know what? That's not right. what this is about. Mm-hmm. This is about Tiffany. Hello. Um yeah, so I watched of course for Tiffany I did like joke to myself like I wonder how many times she's going to do the nene cuz you know she loved the nene. Like that should have been a drinking game of the <laughs> night. She's doing nae nae, take a shot, and we all could have just been fucked up together, right. you know, because, like, whatever. So, mm-hmm. anyway, so the show starts. I liked her um, beginning monologue. She said something about um, the sex. She made, like, a, the jokes about the sexual assault, okay. assaults happening. All right. 
it made me uncomfortable but all any i don't just i just can't laugh at sexual assault jokes it's not like she said to it's not like she said anything overtly like um disgusting or alarming it's just a trigger for me so we're just like "Eh, no let's not talk about that girl but you know whatever so it was it wasn't it wasn't like that crazy Mm -hmm. or whatever um so i liked her monologue but that was the only time i really laughed Mm mm-hmm because SNL is dry. Yeah, it's pretty As dry. Fuck. It's pretty dry. And it made me, um, while I was live tweeting, um, Tide Robot was also live tweeting and he made he tweeted this and I like so agree with him. Mm-hmm. So Tide Robot is saying this. Okay. So how is it that there's an oversaturation an oversaturation of comedians on Instagram collaborating on hilarious minute long comedies with shoestring budgets mm-hmm. yet we are watching SNL with all its money mm-hmm. and terrible jokes about jerking off a dolphin yep. like what the fuck yep. you can and I understand that SNL like it's like a week they do every show but you've been doing this every week for how many weeks we do a show every week every week mm-hmm. and um, we make sure we don't give you dry product mm-hmm. we believe in moisture <laughs> like that's why mm-hmm. Jay goes crazy when she's missing money butter like I know, I yeah my you know what I'm saying yes. so that's, um, that's shea butter for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about <laughs> sorry <laughs> what are you doing my phone played a commercial <laughs> go on yeah so when he said that I'm like yo like it just shows again how a lot of these white spaces or white institutions don't even like know they're okay with this dry shit and right. giving out this dry shit. They'll do nothing to shake it up, nothing mm-hmm. to make it better because the people who who the tastemakers mm-hmm. are us. And they don't want us in their space. You know what I'm saying? Right, yes. I Actually, I messed up the numbers right. So it has been 43 seasons, and it's been 566 hosts. People, 500, uh, out of 566 hosts, there have only been 12 black women to host the show. Yeah. And she is the first black woman comedian yeah. to host the show. There, um, there were some people going back and forth like, my, my Rudolph was a comedian, but she's a stand-up comedian. So that's why I made sure when I said it. Right. I said stand-up. Maya Rudolph is a, is a comedic actor Actor. yeah but a lot of people that was like the rumblings of like so even tiffany said on the show when she was closing Mm -hmm. black stand-up comedian because it was like but maya was you know yeah but so was um i I forget her name the other well she hasn't even she hasn't hosted it yet she was just a regular uh cast member on the show i was gonna say uh, Sashir, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I, but she's a comedic actor. Actually, she does stand up though, but she hasn't hosted. Yeah, she, she was, does. Yeah, she was on the show. Right, she was. But on that was the another show. thing too. Mai was on the show, so if and then came back to host. Yeah, yeah. so it would make like mm-hmm. A, mm-hmm. A, yeah, but it's a little, it's a little bit different. But okay, okay, girls, sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so kind of the dryness that you're talking about when you have usually they take these opportunities and and just I read an article by um. Melanie McFarland that kind of highlighted uh it's a salon article and the title is this week Tiffany Haddish makes Saturday Night Live history that's not funny and so she kind of goes into the numbers and Mm -hmm. um you know what this what this means and kind of how terrible it is that it's taken this long but you know whenever they have a host usually they 
are able to play on that's when they're able to explore other topics as they relate to that host chris rock came back and you know did a bunch of sketches the first time on when he came back to host did a bunch of sketches that were like some shit that chris rock would do Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying when dave Chappelle was on the show he did sketches that were applicable to dave Chappelle. so these are opportunities whenever you have a different guest on there opportunities to explore subjects scenarios and situations that you would not typically explore and so when you omit black women from that you omit these opportunities to explore new things and you end up with the same dry shit there have only been two um asians on the show mm-hmm. one has been lucy Liu, and the other has been jackie chan in 43 That's fucking, fucking years ridiculous. and then i didn't watch the whole show because like i had company so mm-hmm. i didn't finish we get it but you have sex i didn't say i had sex okay um because maybe i didn't from the sketches that she did because they never really explored her they just have her on the show because he's the new like right new the new thing mm-hmm. to like I don't even think within her sketches they were exploring her and mm. her comedy and like what she could bring to the table. Like right. I didn't see, I only seen three sketches with her. I didn't see that. It was as if she was acting and sketches that they wrote mm-hmm. versus like what you just said for like Chris Rock or what you just said for um, right. Dave Chappelle and those things. It was just like her being acting the way she acts which is fine like mm-hmm. you know nay nay in and hey or whatever i enjoy she that ready. Uh-huh. and i for me like i tweeted this i'm like because i didn't expect it to be some dynamic thing because it's snl right. but i'm watching this because i see an around away girl on my tv and i don't right. get to see that that much mm-hmm. so this is why i'm watching it like for all around away girls right. like yeah hey she ready mm-hmm. do it all night bitch mm-hmm. like i'm here for it right. but i don't because they grabbed her up because she was the next hot thing. I don't even mm-hmm. think they explored her. They don't explore black women. And we talk about all the time how we are, the context mm-hmm. is missing. That's I didn't see context in her right. skits. Right, right, right. They, that they would usually give a man. In the 43 seasons that they have been on the air, there have been Yvonne Hudson, Denitra Vance, Ellen Cleghorn, Maya Rudolph, Shasir Sashir, excuse me, I always mess up her name. Sashir, Zameda, and Leslie Jones. So that's six black women cast members in 43 seasons. Yeah. Um, and so the times when, and that doesn't mean that they have not had roles for black women because whenever they felt like it and didn't have a black woman to represent they would stuff keenan thompson in a dress in a fucking dress yeah and make him play whatever interchangeable black woman so he has stuffed himself in a dress to play among black women who has played monique wanda sykes whoopi goldberg all of which are black women comedians the three of which have never who been, been on the show they've never even been asked to host list of, they've never been asked to host a I show i have a list of black women comedians um that I put on the mix fixing Instagram mm-hmm. that they've throughout the years could have asked to host. Right, right. Um, and it's so there's Adele Givens, Samore, Monique, Lonnie Love, Whoopi Goldberg, Thea Vidal, Laura Hayes, Sherry Shepard, Aisha Tyler, Cheryl Underwood, Wanda Sykes, Kim Wayans. Like these are just like right, um, right. throughout the years right. from when we were kids to now, mm-hmm. women comedians that could have been hosts on this show that you have chosen not to. Like mm-hmm. fucking Monique was a is a fuck. She has an Oscar. Like yeah, all yeah. of these. Just not to say that that validates Whoopi Goldberg her. has 
yeah, Oscar. she has. She's a fucking yeah. got or G yeah. got or whatever. When you got all the award, E-got. thank you. She's yeah, an yeah, E got, yeah. and she had a show. Like these are people who have had television shows. Yeah, these are people who have had so, big moments exactly. that could have been seized. SNL likes to have people who yes. are like of the moment. These there were times when these people were of they the moment. They have these indicators, those things on. that you need right, right. for you to for, for you exactly. to qualify a black person to be in these spaces. Right. These women have yeah. these things. Still not hosting. Mm-hmm. Still not hosting our show. It's fucking ridiculous. Right. Well, they like to. They, again, they like to use black women. They ha- like to have our, our us represented in some way, whether it be a man in the dress or someone who is there silently yep. or whatever. But they don't fully want to explore us and what we have to give. And uh-uh. so, in um, Melanie's article, she says, and over the long stretch of years, when there weren't any black women in the cast, representation of black female celebrities fell to the black men in the cast further furthering the demeaning stereotype that infers black women are masculine and isn't yeah. that hilarious because that's the that's the funniness of all this yeah. let me let's look at keenan dressed as fucking oprah because that's what makes black women funny yeah. our masculinity mm-hmm. our fucking mamminess you know what i'm saying mm-hmm, yeah. like the the like genuine the few times i i haven't i don't watch snl often good I, job thank good, you good thank job. for my own mental health i don't either exactly every now and then i tap in so i can't say that this didn't happen but i never saw sashir zameda like have a voice me neither that i felt was hers and i've listened to her and seen her in different spaces and i know that she has one but yeah. i've never seen her been given a voice Mm-mm. i've seen leslie jones um on weekend update and i feel like she has a voice or when she appears in different she is like a scene stealer so uh-huh. i'll see her appear in different things yeah. and i feel like that's like her voice yeah. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like i see it i can feel it and so it's just it's just disheartening to see us there and not fully and our voices not fully be used yeah and it's just a further indication as to like they don't care to have us there they don't they don't care to have us there they could just put a black man in a dress and that's enough yeah. that was enough for them they never right. even thought let's look for black women mm-hmm. it was just put them in a dress because mm-hmm. we're doing comedy anyway so we don't right. really need a black woman to be here like we're, we're just can, here we're just, to, we're just here to laugh, laugh at, them. at them exactly so let's just put this man in a dress and that is enough and we have met the quota right. and that's all we need to do mm-hmm. um melanie mcfarland goes on in this article to say all right so she's the 12th haddish is the 12th black woman to host preceded by octavia octavia spencer kerry washington taraji p henson gabrielle sidibe rosaria dawson janet jackson uh queen latifah halle berry cicely tyson and maya rudolph and of course oprah winfrey that's not particularly that's not a particularly large number but it's longer than the list of latina hosts so she counted uh, Salma Hayek, Christina Aguilera, Eva Longoria, Sofia Vergara, and heck, let's put Rosario Dawson back in there too. Mm-hmm. So that's that. Then um, it just hired its first Latinx cast member in history, um, Melissa Villasenor in 2016. And Asian American women who have hosted consists of Lucy Liu. That is it. Um, even though, yeah, no Asian American, yeah, no Asian American female comedians ever been asked to host nor Latinas. Um, Margaret Cho does exist. I was no, I was like, how does that happen? Yeah, Constant Wu. Um, wow, how does that happen? Then again, what can we expect? Aziz Ansari became the first host of South Asian descent to host the show at the beginning of this year. SNL is on a roll in 2017. On the quote, like that's in quotes. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. On the other hand, 2017 will be over in a few weeks. Um, so yeah, it's just trash. It was just a reminder. Like that's not a celebration. It's not. They should be embarrassed. They Extremely, should be embarrassed. Yeah, they should be. They should we be should embarrassed. Embarrass them. But I, I think it's that they're not embarrassed. 
Well, maybe they just don't care what we think. But they're not embarrassed yeah. because we're not, like, there's not, I don't see lots of articles like that. Right. I'm seeing lots of articles congratulating yes. yeah. them have this black woman It's terrible. Hair. They should be in fucking embarrassed. And we celebrate the show, this fucking white mediocrity, like it's the standard yeah. for humor and shit, like fucking In Living Color didn't happen. Or yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, Mad TV was funny. But like, Mad TV was funny. Yeah, but we celebrate this fucking mediocre, stale as toast show. It is so... Dry. it's so dry it wasn't there was an awkward ass op- it was just i was just like what is this yeah. like what the fuck then i'm so happy for the people i follow on twitter we mm-hmm. all collectively turned the channels or left the room until Taylor Swift started to perform <laughs> it was great right. you know but i call it the tay agenda <laughs> yeah she yeah. was harmful to black people and families I, I, right. the scene started and she moved her shoulders like choreography was going to start uh-huh. i said oh no we're not doing this oh no we're bitch. not doing this turn turn so that's like, abuse. That's a microaggression. They know it's going to be mad black folks watching. They're going to put they Taylor Swift d- as the guest. They did that on purpose. That's a microaggression. Like, they did. It was it was the man. He was sitting mm. in headquarters, and he mm-hmm. was like, I know black women are going to turn up. I'm going to fuck with black women. No. I'm going to have Taylor Swift on, too. No. That's what happened. I had to. I don't like... Well, you know that she has a large... Um, like Klansmen, like KKK, yeah, yeah, white yes. supremacist Who fan are like, base. Yeah. yeah, and um, she actually was trying to. I don't obviously know the details because mm-hmm. we didn't talk about this, but her camp was saying it was going to sue this blogger who was addressing that mm-hmm. how like she's never denied it these people keep yeah. affirming that right. she's like this person for them mm-hmm. and she's never said no bitch are you with them or not right and right right of course and she tried to come after this like yeah regular not only did blogger. she try to come after them but she tried to come after them and say don't tell anyone that i tried to come after you yeah yeah or her people did or and whatever her, the and, fuck. Her, and white woman fashion yeah. anyway so this is fucking strategic that she was on this episode i don't care what anybody says it, it is it is it is, and it was, and I will not forget. No. Mm-mm. That's why I turned my channel. Yeah, so fuck that. Um, But we're glad that uh, Tiffany Haddish had this moment. Yep. We're glad that she was on, and we hope that um the show goes off the air. I was going to say that we hope that I this don't. gives more I don't get why the show people is still opportunities, the but I really just hope the show goes off the fucking Honestly, area. Honestly, fuck what SNL means to me in my life is the show, the white people show before the Apollo came on. Like, that's what right, SNL right. has been. Mm-hmm. Like, the Apollo doesn't come on at 1 a.m. anymore like mm-hmm. it used to when we were kids. But it was just that boring white people show. Right. And then Apollo came on. And then, it was, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, it was one of those indicators. That's yeah. what it was for yeah. me. I really did enjoy sketch comedy. So I would tap in every now and then. Did you used to watch? You're going to say no. Did you used to watch The Kids in the Hall? No. It was these five white dudes from Canada. And they would. They you, did just, you said five white dudes. I know. I know. I, so I know I did. But it was different I for me. Watch yeah. It. it was all white dudes. But it was different for me because it wasn't a huge fucking cast of motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? It was just these five guys and they play all the parts or whatever. But anyway, mm-hmm. they were fucking funny. But I like sketch comedy, so I would tap in every now and then. But um, yeah, the show is not the golden standard. It's fucking mediocre, mediocre and mediocre. It's both of those. And it's been allowed um, by other mediocre white folks to last as some fucking uh, symbol of some fucking shit. You know, another thing when I was watching it and when I was, not, I was getting mad is because it reminded me of like white liberalism. I swear to God, like, you are in my brain. I was just about to say that shit. <laughs> It just reminds me of white liberalism, and I don't want to see that shit. I don't give a fuck about how this could, the condition of this country is, could be like a fucking fart joke. Like, it is a fart joke. Yeah. And then just to see, this is your standard for white liberal television, and (laughs) this is the first.
first black woman comedian. You haven't had Whoopi. You haven't asked Whoopi Goldberg to host. You haven't. You know what I'm saying? Whoopi Goldberg. Are you fucking kidding me? She's a fucking egot. Are you, you wish, fucking kidding me? You wish she was an egot. Are you fucking kidding me? And this is y'all are y'all are y'all are some liberals over here. This is the standard for white. You know how many? I listen to a lot of ridiculous shit. So I listen to uh. I listen to a lot of interviews with Lauren Michaels and I listen to a lot of comedians talk about Lauren Michaels. Mm-hmm. Like he is the fucking Jesus second coming or some shit. And yeah, like these are, these are fucking renegades and these are guys doing something funny and fun and cool and different and working outside the margins and shit like that. This is the same white bullshit. They're yeah. not, they're not Klansmen. You don't get a cookie for not for being, being in, in the, the KKK. You don't. Right? You don't get a cookie for that. Works. So the shit is mad white um and you should all be a sh- fucking shamed of yourselves okay should be a fucking shamed it was should be a fucking shamed of yourself it was is should be ashamed the of yourself. show is should be off it's not it's stupid yeah i want it off the air like you have more like just like ty said ty the robot said mm-hmm. i will i have more enjoyment just going through my instagram looking at people's fucking skits yeah and looking at people that's sketches. why it took vine away from us honestly. yeah because we were because we was doing we were a getting damn our thing. life and they weren't being they weren't able to capitalize it off of it yeah enough. and it was like nah i miss those kids can't have them doing that yeah so Yo. we had a letter we got a letter we got a letter from the government the other day <laughs> oh that was that was a good impression thank you good impressions i wish i knew the rest of that this verse. cast of snl i don't really know them because i don't watch it but okay. this cast is horrible at impressions they had a sketch where they were acting like people were doing auditions for the lion king and they were acting like different actors nope, i'm already out it was so bad Mm-mm. this is not this i don't know who these people are Mm-mm. But their impressions were fucking horrible. Mm-mm. I just remember that when you did your impression, that was better. Thank so, you. But you're not gonna be on the show because you're black. You're a black woman, so. And we're black. <laughs> Here we go again. Sorry. Here we go. Here we go again. We're going through the same thing. Here we go again. <laughs> All right. Um, sorry, I'm going into my team. Um, so we got a letter from the homie Sean Bryce, and I'm gonna read half of it, and then we are going to do the other half on the next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, because he went in. Okay. In. So Sean good says, end, good end. "Yeah, yeah, no, it's all good." Mm-hmm. Sean says, uh, "The subject of this is everyone's problematic, but wait, there's a twist. Not really. <laughs> all right. Hey, Queen. Hey, Jay." Wanted to drop hey some team. Hey Sean. Wanted to drop some team mail your way. Been meaning to for a few weeks now. Stuff just keeps happening before I get to send it out. So we've reached one year since people realized white women are shitty, and I'm looking back and wondering. Yikes! I have a few Facebook friends from my old job that I'm probably going to delete by year's end because, well, they're problematic and willfully ignorant. Shocking, I know. A mutual friend of mine and I got into it one night where he was saying they're good people they just need to be educated and i said okay sure but number one there's a limit to education if they only want to read breitbart articles as fact and two that's not my fucking job it's people like them other white women's jobs to educate i was surprised that he finally got it after me drilling it down about three times hope springs eternal i guess it also made me think as why I've kept them around for so long when I immediately blocked my family who voted for that fuck. So why am I holding non-blood less accountable? And I realize it's because they are my blood that I expect better, especially considering they are darker skinned people in Detroit willing to vote for that. What are your thoughts? 
Um, then he says, both of you have mentioned before that you still deal with white people because you have to. Lately, I've noticed myself consciously unplugging from them, my friends, because one, they just can't relate and sometimes don't even try. Two, want to give the effortless, that sucks, let's move on. Or three, the whole, I know white people are shitty, but I don't want to call them out because there's no point. I don't want to spend my energy with that, but at the same time, it starts to get lonely if you have no one to talk to. If either of you have any suggestions on how to better navigate that tricky line space, please share because it's exhausting. Thank you, Sean. Thanks for the letter. Like we Sean. said, we'll finish the rest of that later. Yes. But um, what do you think? Um, as far as him keeping those people as Facebook friends, even though he's deleted, he said he deleted family. Yeah, he said deleted family because he feels like he expects more from family. Yeah. But then he does still have some, um, yeah, friends from work who they're still his friends, but he is definitely losing patience. I don't get it. Well, I'm an all or nothing person. Right. I'm very black and white. Yeah. So for me, like, I don't, I don't understand why, why I still have them in your space. Right. Um, I don't get why your expectations of them are different, especially if they are a part of the oppressive group. Why is your expectation lower of them than for people in your family? I think he was saying that he expects that white people are trash and that his black loved ones, like, why? why are but we're all, I guess, but we're all under the same system. So, like, right. regardless of a person being black, that doesn't mean that they relate to white supremacy and oppression in the same way that you do just mm-hmm. because they are black. Right. Um, I don't have less I don't I don't have less expectations of white people when it comes mm-hmm. to white supremacy, but I do get hurt more when I hear black people um retort white supremacist ideals. Mm-hmm. So it's not that my expectations are different, it's mm-hmm. just that my feelings Right. Are are hurt in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that's maybe yeah, that's that what he's admitted it. it is. Right, right, right. So maybe that's what you're doing. But I know on my social media, all of them are gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yes, all of them are gone on my end as well. Um, my family, yeah, I do get that. None of my family voted for Trump, and if they did, they have. They didn't said say it out, it out loud. loud. Right. But I do know that feeling of you're too close. Get away. You know, mm-hmm. like people who are, oh, you're too close to me. You still about to do this. You're you're actually dangerous. To me. Yeah. Um, so I could see that feeling and maybe being quicker to delete them mm-hmm. than deleting, you know, strangers or white people who I already don't trust from jump. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, but uh, yeah, your space on your social media platforms like it's it's for you to protect your space yeah you know what i'm saying and if you feel like they're on there posting things that you don't want to see you can block their feed of course but you could also block them all delete them all together mm-hmm. you don't need that you don't need to treat them with kid gloves um you don't owe them an explanation as to why i do that often i think about um there are lots of people who they probably they're not like trump supporters but there are people who still are agents of like white supremacy and patriarchy mm-hmm. and all of this dumb shit that I am trying my best to break myself free of. Right. So there's a lot of people that I just make sure I don't see their things because I just don't I don't I don't see their statuses right. and stuff because I don't want that energy within me. I notice that I'm very reactionary. Mm-hmm. Like it's the activist in me that makes me want to say no, this is wrong, this 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 is not. And since that has now become my work, I don't really want to do it when I just want right. to just fucking be on Facebook and mm-hmm. talk about hair weave. That's all I wanna you do. know, so a lot of when I notice I have a person does that a lot where I get the feeling where I have to like say something. Mm-hmm. I just unfollow them. Yeah. So I don't see that anymore. Like I just don't need that. 
I just don't need you creating that energy because mm-hmm. um, I don't do it so much anymore. But I even used to have a rule where, like, when I first woke up, I would not get on social media because mm-hmm. somebody could just ruin the tone of your whole day right. with their fucking ignorance. Um, so for me, I just curate something that is appeasing to me. This is mm-hmm. my space. Right. Like, I'm creating this. This is my Twitter timeline. Yeah. This is my Facebook. This is my Instagram. I'm going to make it look the way I need it to look because the world already does not look like how I want it to look. Mm-hmm. So I got to make all the other things around mm-hmm. me look like that. Um, I want to add a note mm-hmm. to that. Um, we are specifically talking to Sean, who is a black person. Yeah. And we are talking about our experiences and the way that we interact with social media as black people and blocking toxic white supremacist patriarchal motherfuckers Mm -hmm. for our black ass mental health yeah um our expectation and hope is that you white people will keep these trash ass people as your friends and you talk to them unless you unless you perform activism unless your fucking nine to five is activist work as a white ass person um it is your job to educate your family at fucking Thanksgiving and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. It is your job. It is your job to um, be on those threads and Facebook mm-hmm. talking to those trash ass yeah. motherfuckers because mm-hmm. the rest of the world belongs to you. And there, there are times and there's safe space that Queen and I will never have that you have in other spaces where you don't, you don't, you just walk into a store and you shop and then you leave. Yeah. And you're not interacting with any racist folks, but you also don't have that, that added feeling of I'm walking around this store as a black person. I'm walking in this space as a black person or I'm or making, I'm returning this. Yeah. Whatever. I'm returning this item that I didn't, that I didn't like as a black person. And now, instead of being treated as a customer i'm being being treated treated as as fucking theft or loss prevention or whatever the fuck you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying so there are stressors that we deal with throughout the day people of color deal with throughout the day that white folks regardless of your socioeconomic level you just don't deal with that same type of stress um and so while we take on activism in different forms at different times Mm -hmm. we expect you to uh not take the same social media advice and fucking talk to your trash ass people who are close to you and your safe spaces can be found elsewhere yeah you that's the planet yeah the plant the world the, belongs the to world you. belongs to you you're white yeah you know what i'm saying yep. so live in that enjoy that and we expect that you know when i delete uh who did i delete recently i don't know i did it all so long ago but we'll say Susan for, mm-hmm. you know, for fuck's sake, just yeah. because that's that's the name. Um, but, yeah, we expect that when we delete Susan, that you and her are still homegirls and you will fucking talk to Susan about her vote uh, as a part of the 53 yeah. percent of white women that helped to get uh, cheese cracker elected. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You will talk to them because it was y'all's friends. You know, it was people that, you know. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Not just your coworkers, like people that you actually know, your brothers, your siblings, you know? Anyway, um, yeah. So create safe spaces for yourself, um, people of color on social media, and white people, please use that opportunity to yell at other white people. He asked something else, right? Yes. He was asking about how to maintain, you know, it gets lonely when you cancel all these white people. Or people in general? How do you maintain um, friendships? I think he was specifically asking for white people, though. Let me read. So, Sean, I don't, if you listen to the show, you know that a lot of my pictures are black as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, subconsciously, I did that to protect myself. Right. Like, my spaces are really black. I don't particularly have... I don't have... While I'm creating white... I'm creating friendships with people now who are non-black, mm-hmm. honestly, through work, to be, like, quite honest. But um, I don't have like white friends so i don't i don't have to do these things i don't have to figure out um but then it comes to the 
actually, when it comes to the people that I've had, like let's say in high school, I, I did have like white people in high school. My college is really black. But when I did interact, the people that I was associated with, I guess, who were non-black, usually had similar values and ideals. Mm-hmm. And I could talk about these experiences and not feel silenced. Right. So I never really... Um, I didn't have like an experience that maybe you had where you went to Vandy and it was like this whole different mm-hmm. crop of like right, right, right. motherfuckers mm-hmm. and shit. So I don't know how to do that. What about your your work experience right now? With my work experience, I feel like I'm actually pretty fortunate to work with people who are aware, mm-hmm. highly aware of their privilege. Um, and I, I'm pretty sure it's because I'm in like a nonprofit um sector that's catered to like the development of children mm-hmm. um maybe that could be why i don't know but like yeah they're pretty aware of their privilege they're pretty aware of the systems and why they need to be taken down and all of these things so i don't feel like i have to um teach them yeah. these things which is great mm-hmm. because i know a lot of marginalized people feel that they have to teach um that that job does fall on them that doesn't fall on me at work which i love like you know they might ask me little simple questions but Mm -hmm. it's an exchange because there's things i don't know you know Mm -hmm. yeah it's an even exchange of information happening um so i don't feel like i'm like doing work at all ever yeah um all of the white friends that i have to labor that i've had to labor for in order for them to feel comfortable and me to feel comfortable i don't have those friends anymore Mm -hmm. so gradually over time we we just if it wasn't working and if i was like being myself and i was making them uncomfortable then they made themselves scarce or i made myself scarce you know what's funny i'm sorry Uh i just had a thought like the white friends i have like i've known since high school i forget Mm -hmm. they're white Right, right, right. So yeah, because like, whiteness is typically so toxic. Yeah, you know like I honestly forget their white because right, I you feel safe. With yeah, them. exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. I actually do have white friends. I right. honestly forgot they were white. Right, right. right. <laughs> yeah. So right. So the white friends that I do have now, um, I would say that I have friends that I've, I have white friends that I'm still friends with on social media, but I don't see them often. Mm-hmm. But when they say something that's racist or challenges my comfort. I respond in kind and I say something. And if for some reason that makes things fucking awkward and we're not friends later on, then cool. I mean, good day. Yeah. Anyone who is like truly horrible, I've already deleted them and that's a wrap. You know what I'm saying? But people who I feel like I have, I have a homegirl who says ignorant shit sometimes. Mm -hmm. And it's because she is no, she's like legit fucking ignorant. You know what I'm saying? She doesn't know things. She just, we're grown ass bitches and she just graduated um, college recently. Mm -hmm. Right. And even in the four years or however long it took her to get her degree, I have, notice that she has learned things you know what i'm saying because she's not a hardcore racist she is just actually a fucking ignorant white girl Mm -hmm. from queens you Uh know what i'm saying yeah and so yeah so even now she'll say ignorant things and i know her and i don't believe her to be um a racist as in i'm like uh, dedicated to this racism Mm -hmm. but she says racist shit sometimes because she's fucking ignorant you know what i'm saying she's ignorant and she's in a system that allows her to like still exist even with yeah and she has white friends Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so she says these things amongst her white friends and it's fine and it sounds like oh let's all be on snl we're nice and liberal yeah because you know like okay so i know of this person that Mm -hmm. she's speaking of and i seen like a facebook status where you were checking her Mm -hmm. and it was you were checking her and no one was like clicking with you were saying which was right but but she was saying which was utter bullshit it was like click and i I Uh looked at the race of the people was black people white but they was like they was 
friends of hers. Yes. So they was like aiding and abetting yes. this fucking bullshit. Exactly. Exactly. And making other comments to um cuz cuz there were people co-signing it, but also ma- there were people it looked like who were just making comments maybe to deflect yeah. from the confrontation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cuz I saw some people I was like, "Okay, I feel like you don't necessarily agree with her, but you care about her." And you know that she's being checked right now, yeah. but you don't want to be the person to check her mm-hmm. because that get because white fragility, right, and white supremacy has us all uncomfortable with checking white yes. people because mm-hmm. we're yeah. we're white fragility is supposed to make us uncomfortable when they're uncomfortable. Yeah. It's like, oh no, they did something to offend me. I respond now they're uncomfortable, and now I feel terrible. Yes. Fuck that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Um. So that yeah. So if I can't if I can't check you. If I can't say, no, nah, I think you're being like racist. There are people, yeah, who get in their feelings. I will say stuff to you. They get in their feelings. Yeah. And it's like, and the other thing is that I have white friends who are less ignorant than that person, but they're still white. They still grew up white the yeah. whole time. So sometimes they'll be like, oh, isn't this cool? And somebody posted something about um, uh, one of our listeners or one of my homegirls who I went to school with or whatever. She posted something in her neighborhood they one of her neighbors does halloween decorations every year that are Mm -hmm. cool and so they had graveyards and had decided like what was dead right so like old taylor swift is dead this is dead that's dead and it was like cute pop culture stuff but then they also had plump lips was dead and um right and old taylor swift was i knew it was was dead yeah and (laughs) right some dance twerking some 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 shit that was black Uh and that was then white appropriated and overused that is now dead right so i picked like whatever those three things and i was like well you can't just tell me that black lips are dead now that white people are done with it yeah you can't tell me taylor swift has always been toxically white and she's even worse now so the old taylor and the new taylor are trash they should both go somewhere with that shit and then twerking or whatever dance that's cute that y'all are done with it but that was ours to begin with and you can't you can't just decide it's dead we've been twerking since africa right on some real shit exactly and she was like oh shit you know when i post stuff like this i usually think about what would janicia say Mm -hmm. or whatever and she was like yeah i didn't even think about that i was like well that's why i'm here yeah you know Mm -hmm. whatever and i I don't know if she fully understood even still why it's trash but i don't believe her to be ignorant or willfully racist she's just fucking white and you pass by things that oh this is seems Mm -hmm. like fine and okay um but the real thing is if when i challenge you are you are do i then need to are you going to demand that i fold to your white fragility yeah Yeah. you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. or be like oh i didn't think about it like that or i have one friend who um on social media who will do or say something i think is wild racist i'll respond as I do, and she'll say nothing, yeah. which I'm also okay with. Mm-hmm. She'll say nothing, and then like months later, something else will be happening, and she'll be like, "Yeah, you mentioned that before, and I didn't, you know, get it or whatever." Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? It's like you don't have to be perfect. But anyway, back to Sean's question about how do you deal with this shit? If they're really fucking racist and trash, you don't need them because what you're doing, you're making more space. That's how you deal with them. You don't deal with them. right. You're you making don't. You more don't have space, to. right? But then we talk about like the loneliness, but you're freeing up more space for yourself to make other friends yes um we have actually we have a guest coming on the show next week and we kind of talk about how these spaces Mm -hmm. have been created for us through our podcasting work or as i as i have been and i've always been to the left 
I guess, in militants or social politics or whatever the fuck of a lot of my black friends even. So I have often felt alone in this space. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. And so as we've been doing this work and I've been losing friends, black and white, I've been losing all type of friends Mm -hmm. over, over overtly saying the things that I've been saying and leaning into it. I used to be this extremely leftist person, but when I would say these things, I knew they would make people uncomfortable. So sometimes I just wouldn't say it. Yeah. But sometimes I would say it and then everybody would make me feel bad and I'd be like, well, yeah, maybe I'd Maybe I did or said too much, but I fucking didn't. This is like a problem. It's white supremacy. It's a problem. So anyway, as I have been, you know, in the last few years, leaning more into like myself and being more overt about that shit. Yeah, I've lost friends who really um, were not helping or nurturing or feeding me anyway because I could not be my whole ass self. Yeah, I couldn't be myself. And that was stressing me out because I was catering to their fragility. Um, but I've also gained a lot of friends who I never thought like that I would know mm-hmm. like that. And we're on the same um, we're on the same social political wave. And it, that sounds for a lot of people like why your politics is so important. But me as a black woman as a me as a black womanist race nerd that it's not my politics like that's who i that's am your life. that's my life this is, this is, that's when i walk life. yeah that's yeah. when i walk into a h&m and look at another black person who is treating me like trash because i'm a black person who needs to make a return and only white people are customers yes so they i'm, I'm standing there watching them offer customer service to the white person next to me and i'm here and i'm being looked at like a thief even though i have my fucking receipt yeah and i have my credit card they want to put the shit on the merchandise credit yeah you know what i'm saying so th- it's it's my life it's not like oh i need to have friends that are politically aligned with me that that my politics are my life and, yeah. and it's not a choice mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so as you get rid of those people there will be more space um for other connections and i don't think that you should be afraid of leaning into that i think that um like uh, i live in new york so i have the privilege mm-hmm. to see a lot of black people all right. the time um, mm-hmm. I think that another tool of white supremacy is to make us think that we're in these pockets where we're the only one right. visibly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not true. Yeah. It's not true. Um, I'm, you know, maybe there's places where there's black people far and few between, mm-hmm. but like we're here. You just have to find that community. So right. like you said, if you are deleting people from your space, now you're going to actively look to fill that space up and you mm-hmm. and then these connections can be made and you can meet these people. You could find these people in online communities and then they can point you in the direction of what that looks like in your actual mm-hmm. town or city or whatever. Right. So like, don't think that you're the only one mm-hmm. that's a white supremacist tool to make you feel right. that way. Like we can't, if we, if we continue to think that we are not a collective. Oh, it's so funny because this is like legit. We, it, it will, we will never be free. As you say this, this is these are like legit the tenets of like an abusive fucking relationship. Yeah, it's they to make, isolate they you. They isolate you. They make you think, you think you're alone. alone and there's you nobody have, else for no you to one, connect with. No. And no, you'll, no one will ever understand. Yeah. And you shouldn't tell anyone what you're going through anyway. You're just going to look stupid and sound crazy. Yes, that's yep. exactly what yep. that is. So don't let white supremacy isolate you and abuse mm-hmm. you in that way. Um, it's funny because I always say the relationship between white supremacy right. and black people is a domestic violence relationship mm-hmm. but yeah don't believe that it's not the truth right. there are black people who are like you mm-hmm. um in the world mm-hmm. like you found this podcast yeah. you know like it's it's you you'll you'll feel that yeah part. and as you as you do this because you've been in this abusive relationship 
as you do this, these friendships and the type of friendships you're going to have, they're going to present themselves in ways that you're not familiar with having friendships because yes. your other friendships have been abusive. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So people are going to show up and you're going to be like, whoa, I don't know about that. What, yeah. kind of, what kind of person is this? Yeah. This is not a respectable black person. or This is not like mm-hmm. we don't do things like this or whatever. But don't forget that you were also um, complicit and a part of this abusive kind of relationship yeah. that you were in. And, so it's going to be different. And you, it's hard to break just because you are used to something mm-hmm. didn't mean you liked it right so you're used to how these friendships used to be forming used to how the mm-hmm. the, the, the i don't know the dynamic of how these friendships were supposed mm-hmm. to look like mm-hmm. um you might think that them looking like something else is wrong and right. it's like that's not true mm-hmm. um so yeah like yeah. delete the people and new people will come that's right yeah i like that one okay, okay you want to take a break yeah let's take a right. break yeah let's take a break a break guess what the year 2017 is what is 2017 it is about? a year that we give black women our money what? yes your money your yes. money for what i don't know but i know we are black women we are black women we produce content we do create and produce content and we would like your money that's right we would like your money so like she said it's 2017 we have a lot of plans for this year and we need your help to build and grow we want to thank everybody who's been donating to our paypal and we just wanted to encourage anyone who hasn't to pop off and throw us a little yes, bit of money in the yes. collection plate. We appreciate yes. you and show your appreciation to us with that. Yep, go to teawithqueenandjay.com, go to the no- donation button, press it, and give black women your money. That's right. You can also go straight to PayPal at paypal.me backslash teawithqj. Yes, money. Yeah. We're going to get some money. Scream, get the money. And we're black. <laughs> we are back. All right, that too. All right, so pay black women. So today's hey, play yes. black women was brought to us by Tina, nice Thank white you, lady Tina. on Thank you, Twitter. Tina. Thank you, Tina. Thank you. So she brought us to um, Deviant Phoenix. Is Deviant underscore Phoenix her Twitter page? And she has a store where they sell um, edibles, like with marijuana. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, and it's called Sweet Blues Four Twenty baycartel.com mm-hmm. um but wait there's more like there's a reason i did not know those were edibles i saw those i was just like oh it's like kids candy like you know i thought so too but sale. i was like 420 gotta do some research oh. here and she lives in oakland mm. you know the reason that she's pushing for these things to sell is because she needs to raise five thousand dollars so that her and her partner can um find safe secure housing Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna read what she posted on tumblr um so you can get more information on that help two disabled black queer secure safe housing i'm a queer poor disabled chronically ill black woman from oakland my partner taylor exists at many of the same intersections we're living in a bay area and fighting tooth and nail to stay in or near the city i love and close enough to keep the jobs providing us stability I work as a caregiver for a child with disabilities, and my partner does similar work. Our current living arrangements have become unhealthy physically and mentally. We were without a stove or oven for a month. The fridge is broken. The house we we rent a room in is disgusting. Bugs, animals, feces, garbage, the filth wreaked habit on my mental health. Living in squalor makes me feel like dying. It literally makes me feel unworthy of safety of safety and peace and i experience so much anxiety around speaking up because the person we pay rent to lives down the hall 
The power dynamic is too toxic, and they have begun to gaslight us and blame us for the mess, no matter how clean we keep our tiny room. It has no bearing on the rest of the house and the habits of the people we live with. In addition to a bunch of gross things I am not comfortable naming, there is black mold. Two of our walls have mold up to my waist. We can't afford to acquire any new ailments for, from breathing the air here. I can't afford to sink into a pit of disassociative behavior. I won't make it. We want to we want to be out by 11-1, which means we need to give 30 days notice on 11-1. The average apartment here rents for 2000 a month. Landlords are asking for first, last, and security for moving. This is urgent. We can't afford to save for months in a housing market that is 7% more expensive than it was a year ago. Please help us to stabilize and be safe. We need to raise 5K as soon as possible. We need at least half of that by 10-1 to comfortably give notice. We make and sell delicious edibles and would like to raise this money in sales in addition to donations. We will put some items on sale and offer everyone who donates a coupon code for our website, sweetbluesfor20.bigcartel.com. And then they give their square cash, which is cash.me slash money sign Deviant Phoenix. And their PayPal is paypal.me slash Deviant Phoenix. And like I said, you can also go to their website and buy their edibles. They do have an update here. They have, since we've read, well, since we've recorded, they have so far raised $3,397, mm-hmm. which is cool. Um so they still need about sixteen hundred left. They said they'll still keep they'll keep updating this page so we can see. They how said they, they need it by ten one. Is that was that accurate? It says uh yes. Oh, okay. They still haven't made the goal though. Okay, so they're so still, they're still raising money. Got it. Um yeah, so if you go to their website, the stuff looks really good. Mm-hmm. Um and they have coupon codes that are cute. So they have coupon codes that are like men are trash. Mm-hmm. Um, coupon codes that are, I don't know if they're still active right now as a right. recording, but they had coupon codes that was like, yes, all men, you know, mm-hmm. all this stuff. So. The tweet that I saw said that people were people were making purchases, but not, not using, using the, the men are trash. <laughs> like, like you scared? Like, just get the coupon. Just uh, write it, yo. Just say it. Well, maybe they wanted it. to play full price. You could say Maybe it. they wanted to give them all the money. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe I don't know. Right. I doubt it, okay. but just mm-hmm. saying. So yeah, so give these black women your money. Well, give this black woman your money. I don't mm-hmm. know what her partner identifies as, and we have all the links for that in the show That's notes. right, yo. Do it. Mm-hmm. Do it. Do it. Do it. And Oakland, um, as was mentioned, is one of the cities that's been heavily hit by heavily the hand of white ass gentrification. Word. Um, so people are being displaced. So, um, yeah, so it's important. It's important it that people be able to um, live in the neighborhoods that they want to live in. Exactly. You know, where they've been living. Been, yeah. So Seriously. How and it sucks we... that her liver situation is. That's, that's terrible. Is that. She actually has a thread on Twitter where she explains, like, this story of this exchange that her mm. and the, I guess, the roommate had. And it's just, like. She's like gaslit, like a motherfucker. Like Aww. it is not a safe space for mm-hmm. them to be in mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, that's terrible. Mm-hmm. So yeah, pay black women. Pay black women. Give them your money. If you're in fucking old Oakland, you'll get them edibles, right? It's legal there, right? Yeah. Get them edibles. Or you could order them. No, but can you do? How do you? Can you do that? Can you get them sent to you? What I happens? Don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know. I want them, but can I, like, what's going to happen? Well, if you look on the site, it doesn't say these is what those things are. I just know it is because 
Because we they, told her. No, they voted in the the blog post. Oh, okay. So allegedly, <laughs> maybe. We said edibles. Oh, you said marijuana. I did say that, but that was my take. <laughs> it might not be that at all. They're edibles. Period. They're things to eat. It's foods. Foods yes. are edible. You know. You know what? You're Bottom right. Bottom shit. They look really right. cute. All right. All they right. look really really cute. I like that. Are you ready for news? It's not news though. Yes. Let's do that. In a world where Don Lemon is considered a respectable news anchor. In a world where people respect Don Lemon. Queen and Jay bring you news that's not news. News that should be news, but it ain't news. Because mainstream media wants to feed you the same three stories about transracialism in three different ways. With a special segment by Don Lemon. So here's news. That's so what is news. the news that's not news segment? What do we do here? Uh, this is where we talk about some shit that we feel like has not been highlighted in mainstream media. And that's important to us. And so we talk about some news that has not made mainstream news. Or if it did, nobody is really talking about that shit. Or it's an angle that no one is like talking about. Sure. We're, we're going to find the womanist race nerd I like it. angle that Let's do it. these white motherfuckers not going to find. Mm-hmm. So today's news that's not news story, I got from an article on Rewired.com, and two about two weeks ago in New York City, Mayor de Blasio released legislation in New York City that expands paid, paid leave to include domestic violence, um, sex trafficking, and stalking kind of situations. Mm-hmm. Um, about two years ago, was it two? Maybe three now, 2013. Mm-hmm. Three years ago. Um, workers, all workers were allowed to get paid leave, um, which I guess wasn't standard throughout the whole city. Mm-hmm. So, like, I know if you're part-time, you can still get paid leave and right. stuff like that. Um, so he extended that for this also. I don't, do they call it sick leave usually? I can't remember. I oh, bonus days? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But this extends for these things Good. also. Um, let me read an excerpt. Um, people who experience experience these types of violent acts need time to get safe, to take care of legal problems, get protection orders, relocate, explained Sherry Lewitt, co-president of A Better Balance, an organization that advocates for cities' new laws. That, take, that takes time and emotional energy, and they need pay leave to do that. Moving anything through the court system, such as protection order, requires time to show up for interviews, to make it to court dates, to testify. That's all going to be doing work in hours, she noted, um, which is which is true. Like, mm-hmm. how do you use the legal system in the ways that you're supposed to, to protect you mm-hmm. um, if you, those things are only open during working hours? Right. And if you're either losing pay to call out or um, now you can be reprimanded at work mm-hmm. because it, there's nothing covered saying that you can do that. Workplaces are not allowed to ask for verification of of they're not they don't workplaces are not allowed to ask for verification of the sexual abuse or domestic mm-hmm. violence only if it's um three days off that you need mm-hmm. more than three days off right so if it's more than three days off then you just need verification so that'll be something like maybe a police report mm-hmm. or something like that it's not like you have to give this big detailed yeah. um explanation as to what happened and what's mm-hmm. going on but you probably just need a legal document saying that or, you know, maybe they showed an order protection mm-hmm. or something to show that this is why I needed these three days right. off. And your employer is not supposed to devil into mm-hmm. the extent of what the fuck is happening. Mm-hmm. It just needs some type of legal proof right. as to what's happening. Um, also, this law protects undocumented people. So if they, which 
I don't 100% understand because usually people who are undocumented and working, no, I'm getting it wrong. So if someone is undocumented, people cannot use, let's say you're undocumented mm-hmm. and you, um, these findings can't be used to like turn you into right, right, ICE right, either. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it protects you even if you're undocumented mm-hmm. also, which is good to know because mm-hmm. people, motherfuckers always are trying to find a way right. to. Um, That's tricky though, because how do you, if you're in a domestic dispute, well, you're Sometimes. still supposed to be able to report, even when you're undocumented, you're mm-hmm. still supposed to be able to report, like, right. like crime still shouldn't happen mm-hmm. to you. Um, it's just that we live in a place where you, you still don't feel 100% yeah. safe in mm-hmm. doing that. Because even when I was reading these things, not everyone trusts the justice system enough to go to court to get an order for protection yeah. and do all these things. When so I you're, you're domestic, telling me to trust right. it mm-hmm. based on... Yes, you're extending this law, but it's based on whether or not I trust the system yeah. and I also. Yeah, I was. I mentioned this on the show, um, closer I guess to when it happened. But I was held hostage in my apartment, and mm-hmm. I couldn't. I didn't call the cops because I was afraid that they would kill like my loved one. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just want that nigga out my house. I didn't. I didn't want him to be murdered. So I yeah. just had to kind of like. I just sat it sat it through. So in that situation, I mean, I texted my boss and told him, but I was not going to have documentation. So that gets tricky. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel that it gives the space, like, especially, like, uh, now that that space is there, I mm-hmm. see that, at least for me as a person who um, works in HR now, right. that when these things are presented to me, I know that by law there are guidelines. Yeah. So, like, I'm... I might even not even I might just disbelieve you and mm-hmm. not might not might not say give me this court yeah. ordered paper or whatever, yeah. but that's a discretion of the person doing that job. Mm-hmm. But I think that it at least pushes for that space mm-hmm. to exist. Yeah. Um I remember working somewhere. Oh where, my god, I'm thinking of the same thing, I think. Yeah, yeah I remember on. working somewhere where uh um woman came to work with a sneaker print on her face mm-hmm. and it was like, you know, and every, people managers were like hey you should go home and she's like no i can't like i have to work right right right, (laughs) i have to work so in that space that could have been a time it was like somebody could say go home go home yeah yeah. you'll still get paid go Mm -hmm. home like there's a fucking sneaker on your face yeah um yeah when i read this article i went to that immediately yeah because me you know if you listen you know me and jay used to work together Mm -hmm. um so yeah i thought that was interesting um we could put the article in the show notes Mm -hmm. they do give an example of a woman who worked at Chipotle, who was in a domestic situation, and the guy broke her finger, and she had to get a splint. And when mm-hmm. she finally went to work with the doctor's note, the, the, her manager was like, you're just too much. You have too much going oh on the outside. God. And she lost her job. Wow. Um, this could have helped her mm-hmm. um, a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, That's it's, it's interesting. It's yeah. a start. Mm-hmm. It's not going to heal mm-hmm. everything, but yeah. it's, it's a good step in the right direction. Yeah. No, it is. That shit fucks with your fucks. It fucks with your job. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is too much. It's a lot. It's too much for that person. Yeah, that's dealing with it. There should be some exactly like what that. the fuck do you mean? Yeah. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's the news. It's not a news story. Thank you for that, yo. You're and uh, yeah, yo, De Blasio just got another term in New York City. Yeah, he see, is our mayor. I'm so like not. I didn't even know that. Um, someone else was running. Like I didn't, I wasn't yeah. paying attention. I think at they all. kept it on the low, low. This I wasn't. Time. Well, I don't watch local news as much as I used to. Mm-hmm. Um, I stopped watching local news around Ferguson time. Right. Like I used to always just watch the news. Just mm-hmm. to, I don't like I watch democracy. Like, like I yeah. listen to like um, 
not New York City news. Yeah, anymore. but even I listen to the white man's news every morning on Ten Ten Winds to get my weather and all that stuff. And normally there'd be some cooking, some leading up to it, and it really was not anything until like like the week or two of um the really? election. Yeah, and I was like, some there's something going on. To it. And it was one of the lowest like voter turnouts yeah, it was. in history yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it was um, New York. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, there's there was like a reason for that, and uh, that yeah. that was that was really suspect and, and very very tricky. Yeah, I, I mean, luckily De Blasio won again, and he did. People like to downplay like the things that he's done or mm-hmm. whatever, but he's done a lot since he's been in office. He got the Central Park Five. He does a lot settlement. for marginalized people, so exactly. that's why they want to downplay exactly. a lot of the stuff that he's done. Exactly. But they want to praise. Rudolph Giuliani yep. and fucking what's the other one I can't stand who speaks oh, horrible Bloomberg, English? Yeah. Horrible Spanish? Yeah, yeah. yeah. English yeah. too. I'm just right, saying. Right, that, right, right. Bloomberg who fucking rigged the shit so that he could do a third term. A third what term. kind of fucking uh, fucking what is that fucking shit? Tyrannical shit is that, yo? <laughs> what yeah, is that? Like... But um, but yeah, he got the Central Park Five their settlement finally from New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, what is that shit with the um preschool? Right? Was that universal preschool or some shit yeah, that he got for everybody? Now? Yeah, free preschool. I think school for... lunch is free now. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a lot of things that he's right. doing for people. Right. Right. Or even 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 though we know that it's rare that we get the correct verdict when it comes to um, police brutality and shit like that, he's still even though it's unfortunate that it's often only symbolic, he still stands with the victims. Yeah. And like the police department does not fuck with him and he's At like, all. It is what it is. Black people have been killed. They're dying. I'm going to show my yeah. face here. You know what I'm yep, saying? That is very true. So, um, yeah. So he's out here. Um, and I'm glad that uh, he won the second term. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I would rather be um, protesting, uh, you know, protesting against him and whatever he's doing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To make change than... Um, Bloomberg or, or whoever the asshole is that was running against him. All the ones the they love, like person. Koch. Like, all of them they love yeah. are, like, horrible to, like, yeah. Yeah. anyone who wasn't a white man. Uh-huh. 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 Talk about Dinkins. They only want to talk about that, the riot and crime. Like, they, it's just, Oh, like, that and that Dinkins wore too many, f- his suits were too nice. Yeah, that's... Like, what? <laughs> what? You elected a black mayor. For what do you York think City? was about to happen? Like, How he's supposed to look? Suits? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, gosh. So, um, yep, that's news. It's not news. All right. I like that one. Let's throw somebody in the pit. The pit. Mm-hmm. Everybody strap in. We're about to open some fucking windows. The new triple X has got to be more dangerous, deadlier, more attitude. Who the fuck is this asshole? Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. So, what's the pit? What's the pit? Oh, I have a pit, so you say what the pit is. All right, I'll do it. <laughs> um, the pit is where we throw the undesirables. Undesirable people, places, things, undesirable news. Um, oftentimes, white supremacist, patriarchal, capitalist aligned. Or yep. maybe just some shit that somebody said that we don't fucking like, yo. Yeah, maybe you bumped into me on a train. I don't know. That's Who it. Knows? Maybe it's on site for you. What is what is it? So, Who's in the pit this time? I'm throwing the pit. It's not a particular person, but mm-hmm. it is a breed or brand of person Mm. i'm tired of the people who advocate for the devil oh the devil's advocate the devil advocates people if i could offer another perspective just playing the devil doesn't need an advocate it's the fucking devil like why would you align yourself with the devil i don't know it makes no sense to me so like i was usually he has an advocate already it's the devil 
course he does. Mm-hmm. It's gang of advocates. Mm-hmm. The devil doesn't need an advocate. Um, yeah. So what made me think of that was on Twitter yesterday. Um, I don't. The woman has since deleted the tweet, mm-hmm. but a woman was talking about you know how all of these um, women are coming forward about men in Hollywood mm-hmm. um, being fucking right. horrible or, or men. men coming forward. Yeah, men, men are coming who have forward. Been victims also, of sexual the assault. common denominator is men are, right. are fucking violating people. Yeah. Um, so she's like, you know, what if? She didn't say to play devil advocate, but she mm-hmm. was. But it was basically yeah, the tone of her tweet, her her thread of tweets was that. Um, why don't we question why our first reaction is to this assume that they're guilty, and yeah, why is it our first reaction that um? Because this is when what's the man from Star Wars? Um, Tom? George Takei. Yeah, thank that's you. a hard one, yo. Um, I really like that guy. So that was her. That she was reacting to that. Mm-hmm. So she was like, so every time someone has an allegation, we're just gonna just believe them, like. Um, she said, I see myself doing that and I think we should question like why we're doing that. This is after decades, hundreds of years of people not believing women and questioning rape victims. But bitch, right? This is this is what it is, bitch. Uh-huh. It's it's usually the reverse. Most people don't believe women. This right. is why when stuff like this happened, we was typically believe the victim because mm-hmm. Um, the perpetrator de- definitely always gets away. Mm-hmm. You know, the perpetrator usually, you know, is 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 fine. Mm-hmm. Is not victimized mm-hmm. or whatever. And what she's not, but the piece that she took away was that there's nothing wrong with you believing allegations. Right. These are like they're mm-hmm. allegations. Mm-hmm. No one is fucking stoning these motherfuckers. Right. It's allegations, and people right. are agreeing with allegations. It's like these like allegations mm-hmm. are serious. But agreeing with them is not that serious, ma. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? Right. You make right. no fucking sense. You're acting like we're fucking tarring and feathering these fucking mm-hmm. men because of the shit they did. That's mm-hmm. not what's happening. There's mm-hmm. people opening up right. and giving their opinions about allegations. Mm-hmm. Allegations. Like, relax. What the fuck? Why are you? Why do you need to protect these men so much? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? I think that's what should have been your fucking question. Yeah. Why do I need to protect these men so badly? Mm-hmm. Why? Why do I need to do this? Mm-hmm. Twitter dragged her already. That's why I can't even find a tweet anymore. <laughs> but that's good. The thing with these allegations is there are people who have done a bunch of horrible shit who absolutely needs to be canceled. His, his, this is let me make sure I phrase this correctly. Mm-hmm. What are the statistics? Like one out of three women have been raped, mm-hmm. right? And then when we go to people, rape or sexually assaulted, right? Let's right. make sure we keep that. Yes, in there. sure. And then when we add harassment Mm -hmm. and um shit like that it's fucking everybody yeah right okay and so there have always been men that have been doing this Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying we're more aware of the percentage of women who have experienced and been victims of and even that number is low because not everyone comes forward you know what i'm saying we're more aware of that than we are as to that acknowledging that yeah there are men in the room sitting with you that you know yes. who are the perpetrators if, of this if it's just like you said one in three let's say let's right. go with that number right. if this one in three fucking women mm-hmm. who have been raped or sexually assaulted mm-hmm. yo you're in a room with fucking men who are fucking rapists yes. and fucking sexual yes. assaulters yes. like period yes. that's what that means right so I feel like it should not be that shocking when you're faves because this type of behavior has been acceptable, right? And even even a lot of the problematic, rapey, sexual assaulty things that are coming out now, you know what I'm saying, as things that happen and have been pushed under the rug, they were acceptable somewhere to somebody. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And so I feel like 
there are a lot of stories. There's that story, the story about, um, what's the black science guy? Um, I can't remember his name right now. Black science guy who's known for being a black science guy. The astronomer or astrologer. Yeah, there there are stories. Um uh is he a physicist? Is that what that is? I'm I'm Googling him. Yeah. So the black science guy. There's Neil deGrasse. Neil, Neil deGrasse, deGrasse Tyson. Tyson. There's stories about him when he was a professor uh telling women that they were gonna get a certain grade if, if they, they didn't, didn't give him head. Dick. Yeah, if, if, if you don't suck my dick, you're gonna get an F or whatever, shit like that. Yeah, if you want an A, do women. this, him yes. drugging right. So that 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 to me, that nigga is canceled for life. Yes. There's no coming back from that. There's no apology that I don't want to hear that shit ever. And in addition to that, it's up to even if even if there's somebody who I decide that I want to forgive, it's really up to the victim to decide if how they feel yes. about that nigga and if they want to forgive or whatever, mm-hmm. right? There are other situations where we know that at the time it was culturally acceptable to be that type of pariah against women yeah right and so i feel like if you are it was fucking rampant they're gonna be more names it's gonna be people that you love yes. it's gonna be your family yes. you know yes. what i'm saying it is. and those things actually happened they actually did that fucked up shit and the, the measure is can you step up and be like listen it was terrible i i am sorry i regret this Whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? I feel like there are instances of sexual assault and harassment like where you can come forward and apologize yeah. publicly and it, there still be space for you yeah, to learn and educate other exactly, people. Because it's, 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 I don't remember which episode we spoke about this mm-hmm. or maybe we spoke about it alone because we talk all the time. Right. But people, the conversation has to shift to like consent. Like cause, mm-hmm. because what it has always been is rape so if you right. weren't like fucking tying a woman down and putting a knife to her throat and, mm-hmm. and you know whatever then you're not a rapist so right. it's these other things right. so because it's such right. a fuzzy line of what consent is mm-hmm. that a lot of this stuff is able to happen and men could go around thinking that they honestly some of them thinking that they didn't do anything yeah. and then gaslighting yeah. and then gaslighting yes. bitches for 20 years until they look all these women look around or victims look around and they're like this is what i knew happened to me yeah this is what i said happened to me and everybody was like, like no you're being ridiculous being crazy, you're being crazy girl, da, 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 da. Was drunk in his room, exactly girl. what you expect so you know how he is right right so we're coming to a better understanding of what consent is as a community so i feel i haven't heard george takei's story right mm. he's an old ass fucking man he groped a man's butt Okay, that sounds like some horrible shit that mm. the hand would have been waved at. Like, oh, you know, yeah, like, it's just, you know, whatever. It's no he, big deal. He likes you. Right, right. And that's a hard, it's a horrible thing to have done. Uh-huh. But I feel like he can come and say, that's a terrible thing that I did. Yeah. I'm ashamed. You know, I whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? I do remember doing it. Yeah. I apologize for the hurt that I caused. I have learned so much since then. Yeah. I've strived to be a better person. I am sorry. Yada, 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 yada. Unless he is like fucking um, Louis C.K., who as of September was still trying to silence people. You know what I'm saying? Was still trying to keep people from coming out That's and so revealing gross. what the had thing happened. That makes disgusting. It, the thing that makes it gross, even more gross with him, is that um, he spoke about how disgusting men are to women. How like the number one threat for women is men. Mm-hmm. And it's like he made money talking about himself. Yeah. It was like, let me just use, let me just talk about my trash mm-hmm. ass. 
because I know we ch- I'm trash mm-hmm. and I'm gonna just make money off of that shit mm-hmm. as I violate women. Right. It's just gross. and make no effort and make no effort to be different. Mm-mm. I'm just gonna talk about it because we can actually get away with it. Yeah, I'm gonna get away with it and I'm gonna make money off of being a yes. white a white fucking liberal. Yo, you know what's crazy? I don't know who these people are, but mm-hmm. I seen it on my Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, some something happened on Twitter where someone by the name of Corn or something. Um, oh, who, that's the guy from Bourbon Ball. From Bourbon Ball, and um, it came out that he, um, I think he, that I think he raped someone. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what it's that it's alleged that he raped someone, and a woman okay. talked about her experience on Twitter, mm-hmm. and a lot of people are talking about it. Most people are like, from my timeline, are like, "Fuck him," he, mm-hmm. you know, like whatever, which is great. But I kept seeing devil advocate feet, right. devil advocate feet stuff for him too, and it's like, yo, I, how do you not understand how you feed this? rape culture mm-hmm. and um so even to take it out of context of like these rich white men mm-hmm. you know that's why i just like brought them up it's it's stop enabling this shit mm-hmm. like don't say um, i seen this one girl who was like random twitter person who was like so why are you tweeting this why don't you go to the police and oh, it's gosh. common knowledge that most women do not Mm-hmm. go to the police when they are violated mm-hmm. by men why because nobody fucking believes you mm-hmm. and then there's always that contingent that pops up and they like to talk about how women like to make up this stuff and mm-hmm. we like to rape and i mm-hmm. always have to remind people that when it comes to rapes reported rapes only three percent have been noted to have been like falsely accused right. rape so that is of what mm-hmm. has even that is the number of that number is based on people women who have actually reported their rapes three mm-hmm. percent mm-hmm. is mad low that's like mm-hmm. almost nobody mm-hmm. there's more people there's 97 percent close to 100 percent of people being raped so i don't get why this that contingent of people why it's always so loud in a room about women lying about rapes no mm-hmm. it's more men, men raping right. period right. period like mm-hmm. shut the fuck up i hate when i hear that well you know because you know like your first instinct is to like fucking enable these men and cater to these men and appease mm-hmm. these men and like it's just gross mm-hmm. like i don't get how your first thought could be well you know like what mm-hmm. stupid yeah. so all you devil advocates i mean go rock with the devil yo in the pit in the pit play with the devil go home have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight <laughs> Annoying. dance with the devil yo Annoying. Dance with the devil. okay i feel like we did a show you definitely did a show yep be sure to follow us on all the social media. Oh follow us on social media. We are on Twitter and Instagram at T with QJ. We are on Facebook and Tumblr, T with Queen and J. You can check out our website, T with Queen and J dot com. And you can always send us T mail at T with Queen and J at Gmail dot com. Yes. What be else? sure to visit our website. Did mm-hmm. you say this? No. Yep. I said that. You told uh-huh. them to donate. Pass the donate tab uh, no. at our website. Hit the so donate tab. On our website. Yeah. Make mm-hmm. sure you go there. Donate to money. Give black women your money. That's right. Make sure you do that shit. Please remember um, that we have this show, another show, and then we're taking a break. Yes, please um, remember for to one week. sign up for healthcare if you need to for the right. Affordable Care Act. The deadline is December 15th. They're mm-hmm. not advertising it because the man doesn't want you to go to the doctor. He does not. So we're telling you, I'm going to try every week until I um, like it. the deadline. I'm with it. I fucks with that. Healthcare.gov. That's right. Go from there. That's right. Uh, we have a fun special announcement next week that I'm excited about. Okay. Yeah. If only you announce announcements. I announce the um, announcements. I'll be excited. <laughs> I'll be excited. Okay. That's it. Yeah.
All right. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Hashtag say her name. Hashtag Black Panther so lit. What? Someone we know is getting engaged. It's on Instagram. <laughs> we can talk about it later. Oh, God. <laughs> um. Okay. Black Panther so lit. Yo, I've been thinking about the come down after Black Panther actually comes out. I'm like, yo, what are we going to look forward to? There'll be things. I hope so, man. There's a oh yeah, there'll be things. I don't know. I mean, we always manage a way to like create find some something black else. Joy. You're right. You're right. You're yeah. right. So much of my life is yeah. revolving around this uh, movie be coming fine. out. We'll be fine. Yeah. Just hashtag disability to white. Hashtag all Black Lives Matter. Hashtag stop killing trans women. Fucking stop. Enough. What else? I don't know. Um. All right. Hashtag film this. Hashtag maybe he doesn't hit you. Hashtag T with Queen Queen and J. T with QJ. T with QJ. Sorry. Hashtag, hashtag T with QJ. Hashtag potting. Hashtag uh-huh. pods and color. Yep. All right. I think we did it. Peace out. Pay black women.